Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast. My name is Scott Jennison, the Acquisitions Manager here at Streamline Property Buyers, um, and we've got market update time. So a lot of research goes into this. Um, and um, gives everyone a bit of an update of what's happening here in beautiful Brisbane. Yes, welcome back, everybody. Melinda Jennison is my name, Managing Director here at Streamline Property Buyers. And as you know, every month I look forward to reporting on our market update data for Brisbane. We take a deep dive into what has been happening according to both CoreLogic and PropTrack data. And we also provide a summary of some of the things that we've been seeing on the ground. So we Hope you enjoy this episode as um, these are some of the more popular episodes that we do run on the podcast. And, and just to, um, as I said, beautiful Brisbane, the weather's absolutely cracking up here at the moment, starting to warm up, getting towards summer. So beautiful, beautiful weather um, for those people down south that are missing out on it. So um, look, Brisbane's been pretty strong. It seems to have um, bounced, well, not bounced back, but continued to, to move forward um, and is reaching new highs. Yes, according to CoreLogic, it's actually predicted that Brisbane property values will reach a new peak sometime throughout this month. That's October 2023, which is quite alarming because it was only nine or 10 months ago that news headlines were saying that Brisbane has had the sharpest and fastest uh, fall in property values in history. So isn't it amazing how quickly property values uh, can recover when economic uh, this, yeah, sorry, the economic circumstances um, moderate and and what we've seen is that interest rates have now stabilised and that demand has certainly picked up here in Brisbane. But that's the purpose of this episode, really just to take you through why this is happening in Brisbane and how this is different to some other locations around Australia. And, and according to CoreLogic, um, a record high in October. So property values now in Brisbane just are now just 06 um, percent below their previous peak, um, and, you know, and that's when you look at that since January, prices have soared nine point one percent. It's it's always interesting when you talk to people, and we we do this a bit more now, I guess. That actually break it down from a percentage to a to a dollar amount. So if you if you put a round number instead of million dollar house at nine point one percent, that's ninety one thousand dollars that it's moved, um, which is approximately ten thousand dollars a month. Yeah, so that's since January this year when the median value in Brisbane was at its lowest point and that is before the market started to recover. So very strong price growth and certainly if you're looking at anything that has sold earlier in the year, it's no longer a comparable sale when you are looking at price growth price growth of this magnitude. So it's really important for property buyers to understand this is what is happening in the market. Obviously, it's driven by low supply and high demand, and that's what we're going to get into. And most of it's happened recently. Um, you know, look, I think the last three months, we've seen half of that growth. So we were a little bit quieter there earlier in the year. Um, things started to pick up, obviously, listing numbers, which we'll go through a bit of that later on as well in the um, in the update. But about half of that's actually occurred in the last three months. Yeah, just under half, I believe. Um, and look, it's not un, not surprising, I guess you could say, because now we've seen four months where the Reserve Bank of Australia has held the cash rate at 4.1%. So a lot of buyers that may have been waiting for the peak of the interest rate cycle or the top end of that interest rate cycle, it appears they are now moving back into the market. Even if we do see some 
Uh, slight movement in interest rates that may still go up. Uh, it is uncertain at this point in time. We feel that a lot of buyers are now pricing that in to their holding costs and therefore they're more confident about getting into the market, certainly seeing that the market is growing month on month. And when you do quantify the rate of growth, it can be a significant opportunity cost by delaying that decision if the intention is to buy anyway. So uh, very strong uh, I guess, consumer sentiment on the ground in some pockets around the city. And we're seeing that um, certainly play out based on the number of inspectors or property buyers that are turning up at some open homes around the city. So um, I always talk about Brisbane lifestyle and affordability and, and always talk to people about that. But we're now the second most affordable capital city in Australia. Yeah, behind Perth. And this is according to PropTrack Housing Affordability Index data, uh, what is super industry uh, super interesting? I've got it my my words mixed up today. <laughs> What's super interesting is that um, in Queensland, housing affordability is actually more favourable today than it was back in two thousand and seven to two thousand and eight, and that's when the mining boom drove strong demand for housing throughout Queensland. Uh, but that was also at a time where mortgage rates were higher than they were today. So. Housing here in Queensland is actually more affordable today than it was back in 2007 and 2008. And I think a lot of people forget that we have been in higher interest rate environments in the past. And yet we are now, of course, housing affordability has changed a lot just in the last two years as interest rates have increased, but we're not yet at the level that we were um, in previous years. So from an affordability perspective, it's not as bad as it has been. And this is according to PropTrack data. Mm, maybe, yeah. Uh... That's, that's really interesting. I, I did highlight that in, in our notes here and I, I that really sort of caught me when I saw that about the mortgage rates um, and the affordability side of it. It's whether or not it's a, a people need to change the way they live a little bit. Um, we've talked about this so many times. Um, instead of buying your, your lattes and your mockers and those sort of things, maybe take a thermos if people know what they are. Um, the older people, older listeners will understand what a thermos is when you make tea and coffee. So they're the sort of little things that, you know, to get into the market, sometimes you need to make a bit of a sacrifice. Um, it is affordable as, as we can, you know, where the, the information's here, um, we're not making it up. It's affordable. So um, if that's the type of thing you, you're after in Brisbane, um, look, I think there's a really good opportunity still there in Brisbane as well. So according to PropTrack data, if we're going to look at the affordability indexes, there's an on average 31% of incomes um, is required to service a mortgage here in Queensland. Now, when we compare that to New South Wales, 39% of income is required to service a mortgage. And in Victoria, 35% of incomes are required is required to service a mortgage. So um, South Australia and Tasmania, also 35% of income is required to service a mortgage. So comparatively speaking, uh, Brisbane, or sorry, Queensland as a whole is very affordable. And I guess that's why there's been a lot of attraction towards Southeast Queensland as a whole, but investment in Queensland um, in terms of property, because when you see what your money will buy in Brisbane compared to what your money will buy in Sydney or Melbourne, it's a very, very big uh, difference in the asset type that you could potentially select for the same budget. And and that's obviously, and we will touch on obviously uh, the rental side of a thing as well, but that'll also really, really encourage investors um, to come into to Queensland. Mm. And what we're finding, and we can look at some of the mortgage lending data um, from the Australian Bureau of Statistics, in fact, uh, where this has been confirmed that investor activity has increased 
uh, to 37.8% of all housing finance commitments throughout August. And that was up from 34.7% the previous month. That's investment into Queensland for uh, loans that are specifically uh, targeted towards investment properties as opposed to principal place of residence properties. So that's been a jump. We've certainly seen an increase based on lending data in investment activity into Queensland as a whole. So again, a positive sign, especially when we know that we've got uh, more investors that have been selling out of the market. It's reassuring or um, it gives us a level of confidence that we're not going to see too much of a supply shortage in investment properties if we're starting to see a pickup in that investment activity. It's going to provide more accommodation for tenants that do need it. Buyer demand. I mean, that, that's something that we look, uh, the numbers will say it all, but what we see at the moment out and about on the, on the um on the road and, and looking at properties, the team at Streamline, we we go everywhere during the week and midweek uh, and weekends where we start to get out and about and look at how many people. We've started to see some lineups. We're not just started, but we're continuing to see some lineups. Um, but we're seeing lineups outside. We're seeing lots and lots of groups going through looking at properties. What are the numbers showing us on that buy demand side of it? So new listings do remain frustratingly low. Between July and August, according to SQM research, new listings declined 0.57% month on month and total listings declined 0.24%. So really not a lot of change across those two months. There has been a small uptick according to September data, but we'll report on that next month. CoreLogic, as another data source, also confirmed that new listings in Brisbane are 13.3% lower now than they were this time last year and total listings are still 22.8% lower today than they were this time last year. So what this means in actual fact is that choice for buyers remains much lower right now than what has been typical in previous years and we are still trending about 40% below the long-term average according to CoreLogic. So there's still 40% fewer properties available for sale throughout all of Greater Brisbane than what would be our typical long-term trend. It means it's more competitive because the buyers that are in the market are now uh, fighting, I guess you could say, for fewer properties that are becoming available. Scott, you mentioned some you know, lineups that we have been uh, standing in. Uh, one that comes to mind is on the day that the Lions were playing the AFL Grand Final. And I think that the inspection was for a 2 15. So it was, yeah, mm. Grand Final day. The Lions were playing. Unfortunately, the Lions went down uh, along mm. with the Broncos and any other Queensland team, unfortunately, this year. But, um, you know, we we turned up to an inspection at 2.15. Um, 15 minutes before 15 kickoff. minutes before the bounce. Um, and you know, we thought, oh, that'll be okay. It'll be really quick. We'll do that. We'll go and have a function with some friends and, and catch up to watch the Lions play. Um, the lineup was literally down the street. Mm. By the time we got to the front of the lineup, the lineup was down the street. So it happened. So I think there was 69 or 70 groups that went through that property. Mm. And 30 um, offers 30, went through yeah, 30 three offers, days later, which Crazy. is just phenomenal. Um, you know, and even apart from that one, we've had other properties that we look at that, you know, the 15 offers, um, so multiple offers happening on property. So the people out there looking to buy, wanting to buy property, it's not happening everywhere probably. No. Don't get me wrong, um, you know, but there's areas, obviously, good locations um, and good A-grade type properties, um, which is obviously where we look for streamlined for our clients. Um, you know, they are really popular and that's that's the ideal 
property as well. You want people to be wanting to to buy those properties and line up to buy them as well. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're really wanting a visual of what we are seeing on the ground, I'd encourage you to follow us on Instagram, um, just the handle Streamline Property Buyers. Every Saturday, we show you a snapshot of what we're seeing. So you will see some of the lineups that we're in. You will see some of the inspection videos and the volume of people that we see inside a property. Sometimes it's really difficult to inspect a property Mm. by video simply because of the volume of buyers that we're running into. And we try not to record people. We try to record the property, but it's so impossible at times when, you know, there might be 30 or 40 groups of people walking through a a single property. So it it can be very busy and you can be bumping into people all the time. And and that's going to give you a visual if you are looking at our profile on Instagram of what we are seeing on the ground. And it's going to help you to understand the level of buyer demand that's happening throughout various pockets of our city. Yeah, I do have a laugh with one of our team members how many times she says sorry um, when inspecting a property because people are in the way. So um, (laughs) auction results. So throughout September, auction results did soften slightly, and this is according to Apollo Auctions data. So in Brisbane, according to Apollo Auctions data, the average clearance rate across the four weeks um, of September was 65.7%. So that was down slightly from 68% throughout August. Also, the number of registered bidders slipped slightly from 3.8% in August to 3.5% in September. However, the percentage of active bidders, so that's those who registered who actually raised their paddle, um, that remained relatively stable with 63.7% of registered bidders actually raising their paddle during an auction here in Brisbane. So a couple of things that this may indicate, possible it's possible that the peak rate of buyer activity is starting to pass. However, I will say during September, there were two weeks of school holidays and that can also be a seasonal trend where we see a lot of people go away. Um, and so we'll be monitoring the October results closely to see whether we are starting to see the buyer volume and the clearance rates ease slightly or whether that was just a seasonal effect during September. Yeah, and you've also got to keep in mind um, some Sometimes agents won't put an auction campaign that's going to fall on school holidays, um, AFL, rugby league, grand final weekends, things like that, because people are usually busy. So that could have an effect on it. Mm. You've got your school holidays, you've got some big events that are happening. Um, Agents will then delay that, um, putting that auction campaign on to um, fall, fall away from that. So. Um, if we jump into some dwelling values. Yes, dwelling values across all of Greater Brisbane, according to CoreLogic, increased a further 1.3% throughout September. So that puts the median value for a dwelling at $761,739. So across the quarter, Brisbane dwellings have now increased 3.9%. Uh, when we look at last month's quarterly growth, that was tracking at 4.2%. So it does indicate that the peak rate of growth for Brisbane dwellings may have passed. Again, it is the first month where we've seen a slowdown on a quarterly basis. So we'll be tracking this next month to see whether this is a sustained slowdown in the magnitude of growth or whether it was a blimp because of the September events. And as usual, prop track a bit different to core logic. So we've seen a growth there of 0.39%. The median price there, $762,000, so almost on par with um, with uh, CoreLogic anyway, but that growth a little bit different. Yes, we can never fully explain why both data sets often show slightly different trends because PropTrack also shows that um, the growth throughout September for dwellings uh, was slightly above the growth Um 
for August. So they are showing a different trend there, which is why we're going to watch for the October results for both data sets to see, you know, whether property values are stabilizing or um, in terms of the rate of growth, sorry, um, or whether we're going to start to see the rate of growth slow down. So we break it down then into houses. And again, as I've mentioned so many times, Greater Brisbane, um, we've seen a, a further growth of 1.4% across the month. Yeah, so that's actually putting the median house value in Greater Brisbane at $848,680. And now if we're going to quantify the rate of growth across a four week period or across the month of September at a median value level. So if you're shopping around $848,000, that's $16,433 of price growth across a single month. So if you want to break that down on a weekly basis, it's approximately $4,108 per week if you're shopping with an $850,000 budget. So that's a lot of price movement. And if you're wondering whether to stretch that extra $5,000, that looks like it's just over one week's growth according to that median value rate of growth. So something to consider if you are a property buyer right now in Brisbane. And that quarterly growth on houses, 4% over the quarter, mm. down slightly, as you mentioned in, in the um, dwellings, down slightly from 4.3%. Uh, yeah. So a trend we're going to watch next month to see whether the rate of growth is easing on a month by month basis, because between August and September, it's the first um, slow down in the magnitude of growth that we've had for many months. So we may be past our peak. It's too early to call. We're going to monitor this next month and report back. I'll let you explain the difference on prop track again then, because that's increased <laughs> increased 0.33% in September. Um, last month was 0.27%. Yeah. So um, it's a higher rate of growth once again. So prop track and core logic showing a different trend in terms of the magnitude of growth, both showing growth on a month by month basis. Um, it's just the magnitude um, showing a difference. So again, it could be seasonal because of the way they both report their data sets. And we'll come back to you next month to let you know whether that is a sustainable um, decline in the rate of growth or whether that's actually just a data um, yeah, difference between the two data sets. So unit prices, again, another a continuing increase there, a further 1.1%. Yeah, throughout September, unit values across all of Greater Brisbane. And remember, unit values do include anything under a body corporate or a strata scheme. So that does include townhouses. 1.1% uh, across the month. Um, that's $13,110 of price movement at the median value, which is $539,169. So if you're shopping around that $540,000 mark, you could the rate of growth, according to CoreLogic, is currently at $13,000 a month, which is approximately $3,250 per week. So again, you've got to factor in this rate of price growth if you're shopping in the market to determine whether it is worth paying that additional amount to secure the property to get into the market, especially if this rate of growth continues. And prop track pretty close. Um, so for the 1.1% core logic, prop track seen an increase of 0.76% throughout September. Yeah, and that's also showing stronger growth than August. So again, we'll report back ne next month to see whether the magnitude of growth is different between the two data sets. 
So as we mentioned uh, earlier, um, investors getting back into the market, we've seen that, um, which we talked about. So obviously the rental side of it, we start to look at vacancy rates. Yeah, vacancy rates in Brisbane do remain consistently low. So in August, vacancy rates were sitting at 0.9%. September, they increased, according to SQM research, to 1%. That's negligible. Um, Within each area, though, we've seen a little bit of movement in some areas. For example, Beanley increased by 0.2%. So um, in August, it was 0.7% vacancy. September increased to 0.9%, still very, very tight. Um, East Brisbane in August was 0.8%. It increased to 1% in September. So um, we saw a change of 0.2% there as well. Inner Brisbane um, from 1% to 1.1%. So again, we saw that that very small change. And then West Brisbane, it was 1.1%. It dropped down to 0.9%, so a 0.2% change. Every other region remained unchanged. The CBD at 1.4%. We've got Ipswich at 1.1%. Northern Brisbane at 0.8% vacancy. Southeast Brisbane at 1.1% vacancy. And Southern Brisbane sitting at 1% vacancy. So no change in, an, in any of those regions uh, between August and September. And the rental side, I think the, the price increases. Um, we've still seen an increase. However, it, it has slowed down a little bit. It has. So house rents um, are now showing a 6.4% increase over the last 12 months, according to the CoreLogic data. Whereas six months ago, when we were, when we were reporting on the annual change in house um, rents, it was tracking at 11.2% annual growth. So it has slowed down. Growth is still positive. Um, However, the rate or the magnitude of growth has slowed down. So I think that the rate of rent price growth is likely to have slowed down due to affordability constraints in some areas, um, even despite the lower vacancy rates. There is a point at which some tenants can no longer afford to pay more. And um, that's where the market dynamics um, come into play. Some areas we will potentially continue to grow more than others where people have the capacity to pay more. But in other areas, when you are reaching affordability caps, the rate of rental price growth does slow. I think also we're possibly starting to see some structural changes in household formation. So as group rentals reform, um, there may be an effort to spread rental costs across larger household groups. And again, it's a way that people um, adapt to higher living cost arrangements. And again, I think this is something that, you know, we will start to observe more and more. During COVID, people wanted to spread out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had smaller household sizes forming. We might start to see a reversal because the cost of living is increasing uh, because of higher interest rates and higher rental costs. So um, it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, you probably send a few more people share share that rent and share that load to um, to pay it off, get a bigger house and Put a few more people in there. Um, unit rents up 14% in Brisbane over yeah, 12 months. That's right. Again, this is CoreLogic data. Um, and again, the rate of unit rent price growth has slowed very slightly. Six months ago, um, the 12-month growth was tracking at 16.1%. So it has slowed slightly, but units being a more affordable section of the market perhaps, um, they appear to have outperformed houses in terms of rental price growth over the last 18 months. So um, if you've been in the unit market and you've been a property investor, you will have seen some strong increases in your rents when you come upon uh, renewals, if you have passed those onto your tenant. Certainly, if you've seen a tenant vacate and you've advertised that property for rent, um, you've seen some strong demand, which has pushed the unit prices 
um, for rent up as well. Now, the only other thing we did see, um, Queensland rent law reforms came in 1st of September. Um, so we have to meet minimum housing standards. Um, there's a few things in there. We can go over that in a bit more detail on another time, but there's things like locks on windows, making sure everything's um, weatherproof, um, and it needs to meet minimum standards. Um, so there's obviously some new reforms that have come in um, in play now from September the 1st. Landlord needs to make sure that it's um, their properties are compliant with that as well. And any property manager that you are working with should have made you aware of that and all of those upgrades need to be implemented to ensure that um, houses that are offered for rent do meet those minimum standards. Um, I think there's an episode in that and we might um, plan for covering that in the future. Yep. PIPA annual investment sentiment survey results mm. came out. And I know uh, a few weeks ago we had Nicola uh, McDougall from the Property Investment Professionals of Australia come and talk on our podcast with those results as soon as they were released. So um, this survey revealed 23% of investors who sold a property in the last 12 months sold out of Brisbane. So this confirms that you know, the volume of property investors has been declining in Brisbane. So when we reflect back and look at that lending data, it is good to see that we've seen an uptick in the number of investment loans so that we can hopefully balance out that supply. Um, it's tenants that will feel the pinch if the supply continues to dwindle. So we're hopeful that um, some more investors do jump into the market here in Brisbane, certainly in Queensland as a whole, so that um, we do have enough properties to house the people that need to rent. Yeah, and I don't think, as we as it said in there, it revealed that some interest rates were some of the reasons, um, but the large indication was probably the uh, government legislation um, yeah. making it a little bit less attractive. But um, as we touched earlier, investors seem to be coming back into the market a bit, bit stronger now as well. Which is reassuring. And certainly in our own inquiry here at Streamline Property Buyers, we have seen an uptick in investment activity or investor buyers, especially from interstate. Um, and that has increased from July 1. So in the current financial year, there have been more investors jumping back into the market, which is reassuring, as we have um, mentioned previously. So a little bit of a summary on Brisbane. Yeah, look, I think that we're certainly seeing buyer confidence uh, improving. The volume of buyers that are out and about in the market appears to be consistent and we're seeing very strong numbers at uh, properties that are rent ready or move in ready and more demand on those homes that are very well maintained or newer renovations. Any homes that have a little bit of work to do, things where you need to roll up your sleeves, um, less demand in that space. So again, depending on the product type that you're looking at, that can influence the level of demand and of course, location driven. So some locations are much more hotly contested right now across Brisbane, certainly based on our experiences as a team compared to other locations. And that's where on the ground knowledge does come uh, into play. Data will not tell you how many people are lining up at one location versus another, uh, but that's what a team of experts who are on the ground in a local area will be able to share with you. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want to repeat too much, but yeah, high, high demand, not, not enough properties. Um, but, you know, we're out and about, as, as Melinda said, there's, there's a lot of people out. Um, if you do see us out, tap us on the shoulder and say hello. Anyone with a streamlined shirt on, um, just say hello. And um, it's always good to chat to people when we're out and about on a weekend as well. Um, the only other thing, probably multi-offers. Um, I know we talk about this a lot, um, and that's something that some people are just not aware of. 
Um, when you are getting multiple offers on a property, um, you really need to understand what happens in the whole process. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's what we do. Uh, but if you're unsure about that, just reach out to Streamline Property Buyers and we can always um, have a chat. Um, that's about the market update. So hopefully that's been interesting. Um, some good information there. Um, a lot of research put, put into this um, to everyone to understand what's happening here in beautiful Brisbane. So as usual, I will let Melinda wrap it up and talk to you again next week. Thanks very much for listening. Take care and bye for now. Thank you so much once again for joining us here on the Brisbane Property Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this market update. As always, if you have enjoyed our content, please Don't forget to let others know that our podcast exists. We would love for you to leave us a review on whatever platform you're tuning into. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button either on YouTube or on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss any future episodes. I'm Melinda Jennison. I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Until then, bye for now. Thanks for tuning in today. Please remember everything we have spoken about on this podcast is general in nature and we always recommend that you obtain independent advice in relation to your specific circumstances. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes and of course, tell your friends about us. If you would like to get in contact, please visit www.brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au or email us at info at brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au. Feel free to send in any questions and we will try to answer them in future episodes.